0: Hello, once again, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning into this edition of The Drop-In here on New Year's Eve 2022. And I can't think of a better way to start New Year's Eve than to be here in the NRM studios with my friend Kyle Rara. And I hope you all checked out segment one, segment two, because that laid the groundwork for what we're going to get into right now. Uh, You know, Kyle, we ended that last segment talking about you know, you uh, the first time you visited the hospital, you had to put on weight. You were anorexic. You mm-hmm. were dropping weight. The second time, because your meds, uh, you decided that not taking them all together in in one shot wasn't the best idea. Yeah. So you went and visited for another week to get those things leveled out. So what happens when you get out? When you start getting back to real life, is it? Are you paranoid? Are you like like I don't even know? Because I know uh, when I got out of rehab. Uh, the the probably the first time, maybe more the third time, I was like, it's scary out there. Like, I can go to the liquor store anytime I want now. Like, where I'm in rehab and I'm protected, I can't get it. So when I get out, I'm like, oh, I can make my choices now and I can do whatever I want, and it was a little bit challenging. How was it as you got your lev- – you, you put some weight on, you got your meds leveled out, and now you have to get back into society?
1: Yeah, it was uh – Like, that initial, like, discharge, like, the nurse coming in, like, my entire family was there. Cool. Um, Brother, sister, mom, dad, and um, if they could, I'm sure they would have brought the dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it was like, all right, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, where do you want to go to eat? And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. Like, just pick an Italian restaurant. Let's do it. Like, just being, like—so we ended up going to, like, out of all the restaurants, went to Olive Garden. And I'm sitting there, like, literally just— Half hour after getting discharged, and I'm just like back in society again. Because um, in the hospital, you're kind of in a bubble. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like, we're going to get you better, and we're going to kind of get you um, where you need to be physically and mentally, and then we're going to kind of send you on your way. And um, just being back, just sitting in a in a booth at a at a restaurant again was um, it was overwhelming. And uh, trying to pick out something to eat after having kind of like all this like kind of supervised um, assisted care, if you will, of kind of what, you know, giving me certain foods and kind of helping me having someone sit with me. Um, that would like, you know, like just talk to me as I'm eating, just distractions is what helped me. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, it was very clear that the, the nurse kind of passed that along to my parents and, um, they didn't talk about, um, they were just happy that I was out and that there were, you know, they had a smile from ear to ear and, um, like you know they just started talking about oh so the red wings were on last night and you know they played you know the the minnesota wild and we won five two and um just kind of like just talking about life again and kind of just going right into like the hobbies that i like and all the winter x games and aspen is on and that just kind of like it just lifted my spirits up immediately kind of that Mm -hmm. that initial um that back and forth conversation and um so like getting out of the restaurant and kind of going on with my, you know, as the weeks kind of went on and um, went back to outpatient treatment because I finished that as well, just as like, just as like a sense of like a security blanket, if you Mm -hmm. will. Um, So I did a three week program there. And then from there it was, um, as I'm doing this, I'm starting to get back to a a healthier weight, um, kind of getting on getting like the medications right. And um, that's kind of like what kind of really catapulted me into I want to skate. I want to get into something that I can, um, I just want to kind of get, kind of get your emotions out, if you will. Like if you have frustrations, put it into something that, like a a vehicle that will allow you to express it in a healthy manner. Yes. And um, that's kind of, that's where the hunger for skating started. I kept reading books. I kept, uh, you know, I got into guitar and something to, you know, keep your mind. You got to feed your brain.
0: And that was something that was, those types of activities is what allowed me to do that. Well, and, and an interesting point is that so many of us are living in survival mode. And you yeah. can't be in survival and creative at the same time. And so getting into a little bit of a creative state, if yeah. it's skating, if it's guitar, if it's writing, if it's reading – that gets you out of that survival mode, that cortisol, that stress, that right. all that stuff. Exactly. And so it's really brilliant when it comes to um, getting through anything. If you can find a creative outlet, it does more than just whatever you're creating physiologically. It does some crazy good things. And so you, you're getting back into society And I'm going to fast forward a little bit here because uh, we could probably do a show every week, you and I, and and, and we could give you guys so many nuggets of information. But there's an organization called NAMI. Mm -hmm. And when did you start? One, please uh, tell our drop-in viewers what NAMI stands for. And two, how did you get involved with them?
1: Yeah. So for Starter's NAMI stands for the National Alliance of Mental Illness. Um and I got started through my environmental science teacher at Lansing Community College, the same teacher that um that I kind of like withdrew my withdrew from or kinda like stopped going essentially and I was there a week and then that's when like the whole kind of storm was a brewing with the hospitalizations and and all that. And so I went back and she remembered me, came in, you know, bright smile and everything like that and she would uh kind of going through class and she would hold up these little cue cards and these little NAMI like suicidal awareness um you know numbers for like support groups if you're dealing with depression anxiety things of that of that nature and um later kind of went into she's like hold up a NAMI card and at the bottom there's like a 1-800 number and of, you know, the various support groups you can get into and, you know, they had the suicide hotline, they had like the substance abuse hotline and um, I know just from having a relative that speaks openly about kind of like his like addictions and stuff like that, I was really compelled and kind of drawn to kind of share my story and kind of get involved in a manner because I know um, I'm not the only one that deals with depression, anxiety and kind of like the whole, um, the whole world of that. And, uh, that's when I came to her and I was like, Hey, like, I'd like to get involved in what you're doing. And, um, so I went through various courses, got certified through the state of Michigan to present. And, um, that's when all the, the school visits started. I, um, I presented in front of my, uh, high school in front of, it was about 1500 people and our students. And, um, that's like what really got the ball rolling on the speaking aspects of it and kind of just like, Hey, I'm. I'm like you and uh, I also dealt with, you know, things of uh, with depression and anxiety and suicidal ideation being one of them. And um, that's what really kind of that's my driver on my day to day basis is is helping people and kind of showing like you are not alone simply.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so many times, so many times, uh, uh, most people, uh, a lot of people, I can't say most, um, they just need to know there is hope. And they need to hear it from a real person, not read it in a book or hear somebody, watch somebody with a suit and tie on stage (laughs) telling you what could possibly happen. Mm -hmm. But when you talk to somebody who has been in the trenches, who has been through it, you know, uh, it makes a bigger impact. And, you know, organizations like, you know, 12-step programs, you know, they always say, you know, the way we are successful is it's basically – for lack of a better term, one drunk helping another drunk. That's how they're successful. And with you moving into the NAMI sphere of influence, now you have a bigger audience and people who want to hear you. Mm -hmm. And your story is so unique because, like you said, you came up, healthy relationship, brother, sister, playing organized sports, mom and dad are supportive, and next thing you know your junior year of high school your whole world is flipped upside down to come out the other side and want to share your story and help others is is i mean incredible and each of us have that power, but it's not meant for all of us. Mm-hmm. And for you, uh, getting involved with NAMI has been really life changing and fulfilling. I know recently, uh you you sent me over like you got an award or something or, or acknowledgement. Oh, yeah.
1: It was uh an article that was talking with uh or just kind of touching on that same kind of that setup of me getting into NAMI with uh uh her name's Allison. She was um or that professor at that environmental science teacher, she, uh, so the article is called through concentrate magazine and kind of, it discusses, um, how I'm able to deal with kind of like the day-to-day life of kind of overcoming this and, uh, staying healthy mentally and physically. And then, um, my whole, um, introduction to NAMI and the article touches on that whole, um,
0: that whole thing there so cool yeah. and 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 for you for our, our great uh drop in audience you know throughout this kyle's going back to school getting his degree getting yeah. a job like and and pursuing uh this path to to touch more lives and so it's not like you just canceled life and it was 24 7 nami right. you were still doing your normal things yeah and and what did you end up graduating from college with what degree
1: so i went to um I went to Clear University. I got a bachelor's degree in marketing and digital communications, and then uh, from there, I was I got fully into supply chain management, all automotive aspects of it. Um, attended a school event, um, as there are always several of those, and um, that's how I landed my first job. And then I got into uh, just kind of more and more automotive uh, related jobs, and now I'm in aftermarket sales and kind of here I am. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah,
0: and
1: yeah. still skating. Still skating. Uh, I skate as much as I can, three, four days a week, and um, yeah, I love every second of it, and it's something that uh, it just brings me just pure joy, just and, being, being able to do that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and guitar, Are you still playing guitar on a regular basis?
1: Yep, so yeah, I played a Stratocaster. I got a Les Paul recently, so it's just kind of getting into that. It's uh, really into like blues-type music, and uh, like B.B. King, Albert King... Um, uh, musicians of that kind. And um, I, that's another, like, it's something I can do. Like, it's another obsession. Like, when I'm not on my board, I can, oh, I can play guitar, mm-hmm. or I can read, or I can write, and kind of uh, going back to what I was as a kid, essentially, those hobbies that, that brought me fulfillment and happiness.
0: Yeah. yeah. And uh, have you ever heard of Kenny Wayne Shepherd?
1: Yes. Excellent. Very uh, he's good. He's coming in March. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, and I'm actually
0: going to go see him. Very nice. Yeah, uh, very good. Uh, just an amazing—and he has a story. I, we got to get him in studio because, yeah. you know, I mean, he was the Stevie Ray Vaughan, like, protege, like, uh, crazy at, like, 14, 15 years old. Yeah. And then he had a little rough path there in his 20s right. and fired everybody from his band and got yeah. rid of Noah <laughs> and all this yeah. stuff. And now I'm glad to see they're back together and, and making some great music. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, uh, musical instruments are there's something special about that. I've been playing drums since I was 18, 19 years old, mm-hmm. and I still play as often as I can. And there's there's an uh, uh, an adrenaline rush. There's a, right. there's a lot that goes into it. And with guitar, you can go home. Plug in, plug in headphones, not, or drums. I'm gonna be sort of bothering people around me because I make a lot of noise. But yeah, yeah, those creative outlets are Mm -hmm. so important and it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter if you are, uh, your creative outlet is writing, reading, uh, drawing, uh, it doesn't matter, cooking, whatever. But it's, uh, I see it as a meditative state. And if you are so, if you have a single minded focus on anything, if it's doing the dishes, that's a meditation. Mm-hmm. You have a single-minded focus on playing guitar. That's a meditation. Right. If you're just skating, that's a meditation. And so to be able to get back to those things after all you've been through is just a blessing, and that's rad. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure uh, it's going to continue, and I can't wait to see where you end up because you know you're still doing stuff for Nami. Mm-hmm. You're doing some cool stuff with your job. Yeah. You know, you're. Uh, I mean, you at the skate park. You're just smiling, having a good time, you know, yeah. and always have a positive vibe and touching the people around you. And, and I think that's, that's incredible. And that's why I love having you on the show. And you're welcome back here anytime. I've said it how many times? Like three or four times already. Yeah. You and I could have our own show weekly. Own show. Yeah. And have a good time doing it. Absolutely. Um, what's your plans for uh, New Year's, man? New Year's, hanging out with the family. Um,
1: Going to have a just nice big dinner, some seafood lobster, all that stuff, and then uh, just kind of just laying low. Probably watch a couple movies, some skateboarding, obviously, and. Uh yeah, just bring in the new year. All good stuff.
0: Right on. And then um, oh, something just came to me, and then it went poof. It went away. Uh, new Year's. we got New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Are you a resolution guy? Do you make resolutions? I. Uh, I
1: it's always—I mean, I say this every day, is just to be better than I was yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, and to really look at the good things in life. And, uh, like, recently I went to Italy and met family over in Sicily and got to see everybody over there and— um, that type of perspective and kind of being around like the fam- like family is very important to me and always will be and um, that's like where the joy is in, in my everyday is knowing I have those people, people like yourself and um, just kind of going through and just really enjoying life. Take it one thing at a time if things are too too difficult to process, take it one hour at a time and uh, really just kind of pour yourself into your hobbies and um, just surround yourself with good people, plain and simple.
0: Yep, that- yep. oh man that is uh, make sure you wrote that down like and if you're not yeah. around good people <laughs> it might be t- time to shift your circle of influence your circle of friends to those good people uh one you know before we wrap up this show and i'm sure we're going to do it again brother yeah. <laughs> uh can you run down um you know the website for nami how people can get help that kind of a thing
1: yeah so nami.org is the uh, is the website and there is a whole host of of resources links um, you can get connected with support groups in your area. Um, it's all tied through that site, and it's uh, really just a platform. To, it doesn't matter if you're in, uh, if you're in Michigan. There's, it's a global—it's the largest grassroots organization on the planet. And, uh, that's where you can, that's your starter for all types of resources.
0: Right on. Yeah. And then if folks want to uh, follow you on social media and all that, how do they do that? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram
1: and Facebook. Uh, it's just Kyle Rura at Kyle Rura. And, uh, yeah, feel free. Send me a message. All that stuff would be happy to talk with you guys
0: right on well thank yeah. you again so much yeah, for coming in to the what do you think of the new studio man a little this different is beautiful i like the uh the backdrop here this is perfect <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect <laughs> yeah well Very i good. know i know we're gonna do it again kyle yeah. and i'm sure we'll be skating uh together during yeah. these winter months we don't have a lot of options so we'll right. probably see each other up at the indoor the local indoor park local but uh indoor, yeah but thanks again and you're welcome here anytime Harry. i appreciate it, man always an honor to come on yeah oh. well thank you guys you guys are the reason we do this show. And I'm sure, I'm sure you got nuggets of information that are going to help you or somebody you know become the best version of themselves, of yourself. And that's always the goal. So I want to thank you guys so much. Make sure to like, share, follow, all that kind of good stuff wherever you're watching or listening to the drop-in. And I will be back very soon with another episode that to inspire and stoke the world that's what we do here on the drop in so thank you guys very much that's kyle rara i am gerald valley and this is the drop in